Bold Leadership, The Science of Winning with your host, Dave Evans. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to our first podcast of Bold Leadership, The Introduction. I am your host, Dave Evans, and I am here to talk to you about leadership, team building, and the tools you need to be a great leader. Uh, Since this is our first podcast, I would sincerely like to thank the audience, those of you that took the time to listen today. I hope you learned something. We are looking forward to your feedback. Any feedback you have for us, you can send to dave at theevansgroup.com. That's D-A-V-E at T-H-E-E-V-A-N-S-G-P.com. Or visit us at www.theevansgroup.com. So, why bold leadership? Why me? And why this podcast? Our nation, our companies, our leadership is in dire need of bold leadership. This podcast will give you the tools that you need to be a better leader, to build the team and provide you a mentorship opportunity unlike anything you've ever had. So what should you expect from this podcast and from us? First and foremost, exceptional content. We're here to help you and give you the tools to be a great leader for your company and for your family and friends. Uh, We're going to work on some great interviews with some great leaders that we all know and look forward to having them on the show. But most importantly, we are going to have adaptive development of our content. What that means to you is that if you have a topic you want us to go over or talk to or a question you need answered, send it to us. We will, uh, we will find a way to get it on the show for you so you can learn and start a good two-way dialogue to develop you and your team as great leaders and winners. One of the things that we learned uh, through many, many years of training or we're told is the art of leadership. I don't know how many books or classes I have sat through to discuss the art of leadership. Well, I will tell you from my perspective, leadership is not an art. It is a science. Yes, there are people out there that are born leaders. They are gifted orators. They are great at what they do. But most leaders have spent thousands and thousands of hours studying leadership, studying situations, understanding how to be a better leader and how to push their teams to get more. Uh, one of the funny things we talked about in one part of my Air Force career was core value number one, uh, and it was who's your daddy matters. We saw in one of our opportunities in the Air Force that uh, certain senior leaders would make phone calls to the human resources folks and, and make sure that Johnny or Sally got the job they needed. What I will tell you is that is not leadership. Um, that is not the way to move forward. And the saddest part of that is that most times those individuals struggle to develop a good team. Just realize, in reality, nobody likes a suck-up. And your teammates, the people that you work with day in and day out, learn very, very quickly if you aren't qualified and you lose all credibility. So what's this program about? What is our content going to be? Well, we're going to break it down into strategic, operational, and tactical leadership. And today I'll kind of hit that on a highlight And you've got to understand where you are in your career and what it means. As you start with a company, usually out of college in your career, um, you need to become a tactical expert. You need to understand the ins and outs of the business you're in 
and how to uh, do the job that you're given. One of my favorite phrases that I always hand to younger people is blossom where you're planted. Whether you're playing sports, whether you're playing uh, a musical instrument, whatever you do in life, whatever job you're given, do the best you can where you are. That is going to ensure that you get the opportunity to lead at the operational level. Operational leaders, that's your first real leadership opportunity. And what that means is that you now have a team that you're responsible for and you are all working towards a common goal. You're responsible for the success and failure of that group of people. And make no bones about it. You are responsible and you should be accountable. So take that very, very seriously as you move into operational leadership in the middle management, we like to call it, in the business world. And finally, if, if you do a great job and you're a great thinker, you become a strategic leader. And your strategic leaders are your CEOs. They're your senior vice presidents. They are the guys that are guiding the company's direction. And what I will tell you is when you have that opportunity, when you move to that position in your company, you need to be a strategic listener, not only a strategic thinker. You need to know what's going on in your organization. You need to get away from your desk and understand what the folks working with you throughout the company, what they're doing, what their challenges are, and how you can help them get better. Because one of the number one responsibilities you have as a leader is to know the needs of your folks and make sure they have the tools in their tool belt to be successful. As the boss, as the man, as a guy leading an organization, as a CEO or vice president, your responsibility for the future of your company rest in leadership development. The Air Force made a conscious decision in 2004 to, to develop a very structured development program. The purpose of the program was to end the narcissism in the Air Force in which people that weren't necessarily qualified were getting positions of authority without the proper mentorship and development. The question I would ask any of you is, are you developing the future at your company? Do you have a program in place? If you're a middle manager, are you taking your team and teaching your newest employees what they need to do to make the company successful? What are the company's objectives and how do they implement it? How do you lead people to that end game of profit making for your company? It's my opinion that there are three reasons that companies don't train and invest in leadership training for their employees. The first is the fear of loss. You train this person, you give them the tools to be hugely successful for your company, and they leave. The second is the fear of succession. And what I mean by that is that leaders train folks, and they get so good at the job that they surpass you in the company and move into a slot that you may want to move in yourself. The third and final is the scariest, and that's that companies don't really realize the benefit or understand the benefit of the investment in leadership development. The bottom line is simple. You need to train your teammates so well that they are wanted by every company in the world. And you need to treat them so well that they never want to leave. It's really about servant leadership. We've all watched the old war movies and we all understand that back in the day, back in the 40s during World War II, mentorship was a thing that happened at a bar with a bar napkin with old gruff commanders teaching the young folks how to execute the mission in a very difficult time. I recently read an article called Scotch and Cigars, and it's an article about the 101st Airborne Division. 
It's the perspective of a young commander and how leadership mentorship has changed over the years. Now, the thing to remember is that mentorship is something that should happen daily, if not weekly. You know, the boss should hold court for all his folks at least once a week, if not more, and let them know what he's thinking and get to know them in the sense of what he can offer them. And they need to look at him as he's bigger than life and understand what he brings to the table. He is the guy that has made all the mistakes that you can learn from as a young person. And as a strategic leader, you should be passing those lessons down to the folks that work for you so they don't make the same mistakes that you do. Uh, The saddest part about this is that our culture has moved away from the Friday afternoons at the club. We've moved away from the socialization that happened and a lot of the lessons that happened over a glass of scotch and a good cigar. Um, I'm not saying that's something that needs to happen today, but what I am saying is you need to find a way to mentor your folks. The article closes like this. The collapse of an institution didn't put mentoring in a chokehold. Our lack of imagination did. Good leaders continued to find other ways to mentor, while poor leaders did what poor leaders always do, nothing. Informal mentoring, peer mentoring, and even reverse mentoring have filled some of the gap left behind, but there are still countless leaders across the world looking for counseling, coaching, and mentoring. I know this because I hear from them every day. I see their comments and discussion threads and catch their voices in the hallways. They need you and they need us. Senior leaders, mentor your folks. Find a way to engage. Young employees, young teammates, seek mentorship out. Learn the lessons from those above you. Well, it's time to wrap this session up of our first podcast. This podcast is about bold leadership. It's going to teach you the science and give you the secrets that you need to be a successful leader in your company. If you have questions or you have comments, Please reach out to us. Contact us uh, us at Dave at the Evans That's D A V E at T H E E V A N S dot com. Or check us out on the web at www.theevansgroup.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I'm looking forward to your comments. If you like us or if you enjoyed this, uh, please like us on Facebook and please subscribe. This discussion is not only great for you, but it's great for your company and it's great for our nation. I look forward to future leadership discussions and the secrets that will make you a better leader. Have a great day. Love talking to you. And again, thanks for listening.